Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. I am super excited. We have a very special guest here with us today, and I love her concept, and she's I'm a little jealous at the time of this recording. It's like winter time here in Pittsburgh and she's in sunny San Diego and was just telling me how it was 90 degrees the last week. And I'm like, man, if she could just take like 20 degrees of that and send it this way, everyone will be happy. But her name is Amy Rasdale. She actually traded her corporate job for consulting 15 years ago. It makes more money than most executives. She works and plays every day. She founded Billable at the Beach to liberate six-figure earners by helping them build six-figure consulting businesses. Amy's passionate about helping others find the freedom and flexibility to live the life of their dreams without sacrificing the career they've spent so long building. You can find more about her and connect with her at her website, billableatthebeach.com. So go there, check that out, see what she's up to. Amy, welcome to the show. Good morning, Mario. At least it's morning for me. I'm super happy to be here. It's great to have you here. Good, I should say good morning. You're, uh, it, everything's looking great there where you are. And I love that picture behind you. I didn't know if that was a window or a picture at first because you're in sunny San Diego and it's the beach. And I often dream about the beach, especially at this time of year. So which leads us into Billable at the Beach, which is your program and your company. And I love that. I love the idea of that. I love when you just say it, it just sounds like Billable at the Beach. I can get behind that. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I traded my corporate job for consulting more than 15 years ago. And I love having the freedom and flexibility to control my life and my career so the way that Billable at the Beach came about is I started my consulting business before I had Billable at the Beach. So I was a corporate track person for many years. I jumped off. I still serve corporate clients, but I do it on my own terms. So I decide when I work, how I work, who I work with, how much money I make, what projects. I really have control over that now. And what happened is as I really revved up my outreach and my business development engine to keep my pipeline full of high quality projects, I started getting people who would come back and they would say, you know, Amy, I don't have a consulting project for you, but I see you doing this consulting thing. It looks so cool. Can we talk about how I might be able to do it? You know, can we have lunch or coffee? I'll buy you lunch. And as I started getting so many inquiries, first I started to think, you know, these were my friends. These were people I had worked with. And I thought, well, okay, yeah, I'm going to have lunch with Joe. What do I want to tell him? What do I love? What do I hate? What do I wish I would have known? 
What are mistakes that he should avoid? And I started to accumulate a body of material and I started to get so many inquiries that I realized the market was really asking for someone to help them do this, to start their own consulting business. And I was developing so many things to tell them really those tricks that you don't know until you make the mistakes. So I could tell them, here's the things that I didn't expect. Here's the mistakes because some of them aren't intuitive. So I started Billable at the Beach, which helps everyone do just that, start their own consulting business. What are a couple of the things that you didn't expect? So one big thing that I didn't expect is, and I watch all of my people do this now, um, it's a little bit scary to go out on your own and be completely, you have the good side of freedom, flexibility, control, but on the flip side, no check goes into my bank account unless I go out and bring in the business. So that's a little bit scary. So there's an instinctive sense that you just want to lock in all your capacity and sell it all out. And boy, if you can get one client to buy all of it, then that just sounds like the great thing. But if you give one client all of your capacity and even worse, you take up residence, meaning you occupy a cubicle or an office in their building, not we're recording this during COVID, but so that's not happening right now. But you can imagine once we're all back to work, if you do that, you very quickly become a de facto employee. So you lose all the benefits of having your own business, but you get none of the benefits of being a real employee, like health insurance and training and vacation time. So it's so instinctive to want to do that. So what you need to do is never give all of your hours to one client. Always have at least two or more major clients going so you don't give up all those advantages. Also, if one of those clients suddenly drops out, um, they get acquired or they declare bankruptcy or something happens, then you're not dead in the water in terms of your billable work coming in. So that's a really common one that comes up a lot. Another big mistake that people make is they don't charge enough. They don't have the confidence and they haven't done a little bit of just checking on the market and benchmarking to see how much should they be charging. So another really common one is not charging enough. That I love that one, especially I see that one all the time with the people that we work with. And it's like, I, I think there's a common misconception that, and maybe it's because of the way, you know, the employee mindset that a lot of people have are looking at what, you know, at what employees do or what they've experienced in the past. But a lot of people tend to equate charging with hours. And even when you go, when, even when you have a, a nine to five job, you're not getting paid for the hours that you're there. You're getting, that may be the way they track it, but you're getting paid for the value you bring to those hours. And so that's the, that's the key right there is when you deliver an outcome for a client that is extremely valuable you should be charging based on the value of the outcome, not the amount of hours it takes to get to that outcome. Yes, I, I agree with that. Although it's hard to do that when you first get started sometimes because it's hard to figure out what that is. So I'm actually okay with people when they get started charging by the hour, but and and I'm I am adamant about people tracking their hours because I think even if you're selling by value, 
if you're not careful about tracking your hours, you can find yourself making minimum wage, which isn't where we want to be. But well, let me backtrack have- for a minute because to that point, I don't have a problem with people charging by the hour, but it's what how much are you charging for that hour? That should yeah. be based on the value, not based on, oh, an hour is this much and that's all it is. I it completely, should be, yeah. completely agree. And it's it's a common thing. And some people will advise people who jump off their corporate job and do consulting to do some calculation about what was your salary and divide by hours. And that's never the answer because like mm-hmm. you say, it's about value and value. It, it really is very important what you're saying because value is driven by what the market will pay. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I would, it would be really nice to sell my house for $3 million, but the fact is nobody's going to pay $3 million for my house, you know? So there's, there's the flip of that is value. And at the end of the day, it's, it's market driven. You can only charge what a customer will pay. Well, the other thing I like, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but it floats around online from time to time, but I really like it. And it's a cute story, but I think that people really need to actually take it to heart. It's the one about the guy who goes in and fixes the copy machine at the office. Have you seen that one? They can't fix it and they bring in the repairman and he comes in and he looks at it and he takes about two minutes and he twists one little lever and boom, it works again. And then he sends them the bill and the bill is like 500 bucks. And they're like, 500 bucks, you were only here for two minutes. He goes, yeah, but it took me 10 years to learn which lever to twist to make that happen in two minutes. You're paying me for that experience, not for the actual twisting of the lever. And I I, thought that was brilliant. I love that. I have seen that just with a a little bit different story leading up to it. But that's so true with consulting that they're they're paying for your 10 years. And so I really like to say there's a lot of interesting beliefs out there about consulting um, how you value yourself. And it's really common for people not to charge enough. And so I really like, I, I teach people to think of themselves as superheroes with superpowers making super pay. And it made me think about that. Your Xerox guy, you know, it only took him five minutes, but it was 10 years. It's the same for all of us. We all are superheroes we have a superpower and we make super pay. We hear a lot right now about fractional, fractional CMO, CEO. And I'm afraid that that makes people think of just a part-time job. So, you know, let's say that my chief marketing officer's salary was $250,000 a year. So you're going to get one third of my time for $75,000 a year. I don't want you to think of this as a part-time job or two part-time jobs to make full-time. I want you to be a superhero, figure out your superpower, and then make super pay, which again speaks to your point about value. The other thing I love too, just to kind of cap off this conversation, is once you have that and you bring that client on and you have them at that price point, that fair price point that you've worked out, I also love in that process to over deliver. I love to be able to do that because then not only does that justify the price point, which you you know are getting what, what you're worth, but it also leads to referrals. It leads to happier. It just leads to everything good that could possibly come from that. It leads to everything good. Nothing bad can come from over, over delivering. Absolutely. And I'm sure you know from what you do um, beyond this podcast 
that referrals are really the meat of the business. They're the best projects that in every conceivable way. So getting those reference clients and the referrals and over-delivering, and then all of those people, nobody stays, rarely do people stay at companies anymore for their entire career. So then those people spread the word and really become evangelists for you and your brand and what you can do. Completely agree yeah, with that. I love referrals. I'll take referrals over any other lead source any day of the week. Absolutely. They're the best. So, you know, Amy, thank you so much for being here, not only to, on this episode, but we're going to have you come back on the next episode. We're going to do round two. I can't wait for that. I want to remind people they can find you at billableatthebeach.com. So go there and they can check out everything you're up to and what you do with your clients, how you help them with all kinds of different things aside from, you know, figuring out their price point, avoiding the overwhelm of getting started, actually getting started and getting those results. It's a whole list of things that really will help entrepreneurs and people who are starting their own consulting businesses get off the ground. So thank you so much. And I look forward to having you on the next show. Thank you, Mario. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.